I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey everyone, happy Thursday. Today we have three different international stories to cover that honestly have somewhat similar uh, storylines, if you will, or what's at the heart of the story is pretty similar. All three are about territorial disputes, one in Ethiopia, one in China, and one in Armenia. Let's take a closer look at these specific disputes and what's going on in each region. So for the first conflict we're going to jump into and explain is the civil unrest that's going on right now in Ethiopia. In Ethiopia, tensions are currently running a little high. (laughs) The country's military actually took over the airport in the Humera region, which is up on the northern border, and they're holding it hostage from the rest of the country. But this is just one of many major issues going on right now in Ethiopia, sending red flags to the international community. The country's leader seems to be in a little bit of denial as well about the severity of the situation. He keeps insisting that everything's fine. He actually won a Nobel Peace Prize in 2019, and so he's obviously invested in keeping things peaceful in his country, or at least keeping the appearance of peace. But just recently in September, the prime minister actually canceled the elections due to the coronavirus, which obviously did not sit well with his people. Many Ethiopians saw this as a simple, unabashed power grab. Keep in mind, there are several different ethnic groups in Ethiopia that have a lot of historically fueled political and geographic. Fighting broke out in Ethiopia recently, and with the more recent actions of the government, there are thousands of Ethiopians fleeing the country because they feel that their nation is on the brink of a civil war. 
communications like the internet and telephones have actually been down throughout different regions of Ethiopia recently as well, which is likely an intentional move by the government to stomp out any communication efforts by their opponents, as well as to prevent anyone from posting images or videos of violence online. It's kind of crazy, too, because the current prime minister was patted on the back by the international community for opening up the country, making it more free in terms of speech. And yet here he is turning off communication to the outside world. More than that, the government is said to have arrested six Ethiopian journalists. That means he is bringing on an effort to silence the press, which can only be described as authoritarian and a complete reversal of his previous attitude. The international community is calling for peace and for the prime minister to calm down the situation and open up communications immediately. Let's hope that he listens before things spin out of control. So now let's go over to China. What's going on in China is more of a political dispute rather than an outright war, but it's still a fight for territory in the sense of Hong Kong. So in China, a similar situation is going down, but with slightly different terms. It's essentially the government coming down on Hong Kong one area of the country that was giving democracy a trial run. Let's just say the Chinese government wasn't into it. They prefer reigning with an iron fist, so to speak, rather than giving the people a say in their own government. The Chinese government ousted four pro-democracy lawmakers from their offices And these ended up prompting the rest of the pro-democracy opposition to vow to resign in protest. But basically, they got the reaction they wanted. Now the government of China will likely be in in charge of Hong Kong again. The resignations are supposed to happen today, so we will wait and see if they actually turn them in. Many people in China will consider this a dark day, but it is one that is likely just another setback on the road towards democracy. Overthrowing authoritarianism isn't easy, and they shouldn't give up hope. I think we'll see democracy in China one day, but that day is definitely not today. And lastly, I wanted to cover what was going on in Armenia and Azerbaijan. So we've talked a lot about this conflict here on the podcast. Um, If you've been listening um, before the election, you definitely heard about this. Russia and Turkey ended up being able to broker a deal between these two warring regions, Armenia and Azerbaijan. But in case you missed the backstory here, These two countries have had a long-standing territorial dispute, 
And tensions had recently overflowed into physical violence with airstrikes and militaries being deployed, homes destroyed, and lives lost. Many countries in Europe were calling for the peaceful resolution of this conflict, but it seemed unlikely that the two would be able to find a resolution. Azerbaijan simply was demanding the disputed territory and pretty much refusing to take no as an answer. And they got their way. Songs of jubilation broke out in the capital, Baku, of Azerbaijan, while anger filled the hearts of those in the capital, Yerevan, of Armenia. More than 1,300 soldiers had died on the Armenian side of the conflict alone since the end of September, and the people took to the streets following their prime minister's signing of the agreement ceding the land to Azerbaijan. And, you know, this was a tough day for this country. Um, It's clear that the prime minister was just trying to stop the violence and save lives um, of his fellow countrymen. But that said, it, it was really rough, I'm sure, to just roll over and give people causing violence in your country what they wanted. Um, it feels like, where does it end, you know? But that said, um, I'm glad the violence is over, and I hope the people of both countries are able to move forward and continue supporting peace in the region. And that's the news du jour. Today, I want to leave you with the quote, Don't let other people tell you who you are. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh